Have you ever been stumped? You didn't know what your next steps were going to be? You just can't see through to the finish, no matter what the task? I have, and in most cases, have come up with acceptable solutions. Join me for episode 96 of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast, the best ways to brainstorm. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. We are rolling into episode 96, The Best Ways to Brainstorm. Inspiration from this episode came from some recent challenges that I faced, both working on my home for home improvement and some of our autos with maintenance and repair. It made me think, when I ran into challenging situations, will I be able to identify the solution? Do I have the vision to see myself through to the end? Maybe, maybe not. Especially when you're working and it starts to get late and dark, you start to get tired. I needed to come up with some great solutions and fast to get my vehicles back on the road. That means I need to come up with solutions through brainstorming. What types of brainstorming is out there? Well, the first one I'm going to talk about is self or solo brainstorming. Now, as you probably guessed, this is based on your knowledge, your experience, and any training that you have. It's a great place to start, but there's a challenge though, there's a problem. If you can't seem to find a path forward, you might need to look at the situation from a different point of view. What's broken or isn't working well that you need to brainstorm the solution for? As mentioned, I often have to do this when I perform automotive maintenance and repair, as well as with home improvement projects. Now, in many cases, I take on these challenges. One, I enjoy doing the work and seeing the finished product, you know, get repaired and get back on the road or the home upgrade. But two, I like saving money, as well as a sense of accomplishment when I perform things and tasks myself. I know exactly what effort went into it, and I know exactly what was done the process, the tools, the parts, and I usually have a high degree of confidence that the solution will stay uh, successful and stay implemented well. But sometimes working on these projects, I'll tell you, I can't seem to see past myself. That's my ways of thinking, my viewpoints. And it's hard to visualize an answer. It's hard to see a solution. So when I'm alone and working in a difficult situation, I sometimes have to reference other material, other content. And lately I've found myself in the sense of auto repair, referencing the web. Just the right single photo or combination of viewing a few partial videos on the topic I'm troubled, troubled with or struggling with really helps me get back on track. It could be, like I said, just a single still photo. Just seeing the way that they've taken the photo from that angle, maybe it points out additional information to me, or something's illuminated in the background from the flash that I wasn't aware that there was another part uh, interfering with my assembly or my removal to get to the part to be replaced. Sometimes people use different tools on vehicles. Now, some cases I may have those tools, and in other cases I may have to modify a tool or go purchase one. The point being, though, regardless of what the project was, getting 
information from an outside source can be really helpful. But why is that information helpful? What's that about? Well, it's all about diversity and disruptive thinking. And speaking of that, I just finished one year of being on the Stetson University Disruptive Leadership Advisory Board. It was a great experience, and at times, it pulled me out of my comfort zone and stretched me, both of which are good things. Their Disruptive Leadership Certificate Program did just that. It helped me innovate through disruption by identifying the value in emerging technologies, in some cases business models, and others with resources. The last part is what I want to key off and talk about, disruption a change in plans, direction, or thinking. Paired with finding values in resources. When you brainstorm alone, you only know what you know. And the funny, contrasting statement to that is, you don't know what you don't know. Meaning, you might be a great resource, but unless there's outside influences, information, or stimulus you're likely not able to brainstorm alternative ideas if you've come to a dead end. You can only see it and think it and solve it from your point of view. And if you hit a roadblock, a dead end, whatever the case may be, what are you going to do? You got to step back sometimes and look at it differently. But in order to do that, you have to think differently. It's a good time to reference a prior episode. And that episode talked about extreme words and thinking. It was episode 13, Extreme Words, Always and Never. I'll include a link to that episode in the show notes. But briefly talking about it, it's our mindset. It's how we communicate with others and how we view and see situations, as positively or negatively. Extreme words, always and never, are important. If you said, hey, my car broke down again, okay, that's a true statement. But if you said, my car is always breaking down, or my car never works right, those two words, those extreme words, always and never, usually are tied to emotions. And that means there's typically pain, problems, or issues that are brought up, memories, possibly negative, if you use those two words. Learn more about extreme words always and never and how it affects our thinking and our viewpoint on situations. Go back and listen to episode 13, and I'll have that link in the show notes. So now that we've covered self or solo brainstorming, what could be next? Hmm. Well, let's start off with increasing the count by one, going to a two-person team. Just adding a single separate person can really help with situations, such as brainstorming solutions and problem solving. You've likely added this second person to your brainstorming team after you've hit the problem or the roadblock. And that's a good thing because they weren't there from the beginning to go through the uh, disassembly process or the problem identification process with you. What I mean by that is they're coming in likely fresh to the situation, and you might ask for their hand. Say, I ran into the situation, and I can't find a way around it, or I can't seem to see a solution. What thoughts do you have? Just from them walking up upon the situation, they might be referencing it from a different point of view. In fact, they certainly are if they didn't do the work with you. 
If it was automotive repair or maintenance, they didn't, quote, quote, turn the wrench. They didn't disassemble the vehicle and get to the uh, problem component or the problem situation. They're coming upon it fresh, and with that, they bring a fresh mindset. But that's not all. Their point of view, yes, it's different, but the fact that they are their own individual self, they come with their own thoughts, their own view and views on situations. That's part of disruptive communication, disruptive thought, and that leads to innovation. So with two people looking at it differently, talking back and forth about the problem, you might come up with better ways to brainstorm a solution. You don't have to go right into the fix or attempted fix. Take a break. Sometimes it's good to take a five or 10 minute break and just refresh yourself. Maybe get a drink or sit down, cool off. Just that simple break can help refuel your brain and get you thinking about different things. Then when you come back to it to talk about the challenge with the second person, you've got an open mindset, an open thought process. So having two people is absolutely wonderful. It opens up the brainstorming and again, one person working on the problem directly, hands-on, so to speak, with the tools, and the other seeing it from a different point of view, maybe not being technically gifted or capable of doing hands-on repair. That's good. Sometimes that's great because they bring a different view, a different uh, mindset to the situation. So, Now that we've talked about having two people, which increases the diversity in the thought process, so it creates more generation of ideas, more innovative thoughts, more solutions. What else could we have? You can scale it up a notch, and that's our final talking point, group ideas. But before we go there, in order for you to have solo thinking, and then know to reach out to a two-person team, a second person for help, Then to even listen to this podcast and go, wow, we didn't solve what we needed. Maybe it's not an automotive repair or home improvement idea. Maybe it's something big at work that we've run into a challenge with. We need to get a few people together and get a group and get a big team together to solve this. For you to even listen to this podcast and consider those ideas, you're not doing something. You're not having closed-minded thinking. And that gives you another reference to episode 27. It's called, That's Not My Job, Close-Minded Thinking. Close-minded thinking can be about how you view your job. It also can be about what limitations you impose on yourself. While this episode on brainstorming could equally apply to your personal and professional life, if you're affected by close-minded thinking in your job, it's highly possible it will spill over into your personal life. So why am I mentioning that? Because if you limit yourself in certain situations, it may become more prevalent in other parts of your life as well. If you want to find out more, check out episode 27, That's Not My Job, Close-Minded Thinking. I'll also include a link in the show notes for that. So now back to group ideas and group brainstorming. That would be three or more people. You can get on a Zoom chat. You could Get a group text going. You could go over to your neighbor's house. If it's at work, call a few people on a conference call. Set up a virtual meeting. With social distancing, meet in a classroom or a conference room. Just tell them why you've gathered them in a few short words and tell them the problem that you have and what your ideal solution or rather what your ideal goal is. 
Again, if it's back to my discussion earlier about car repair, I would really like the vehicle repaired. Here's my uh, apparent problem so that I can get the car back on the road and it's functional. If it's related to home improvement and you can't find a solution around a particular path, maybe the space is cramped and you can't get to the area you need to uh, repair or replace, talk about that. If it's related to work, a particular project, a program, or a task you're working on, maybe a special report and you just can't get around it, explain to them where you're at briefly, talk about the concerns you have, and the areas you're struggling with. Then stop. Just stop talking and see what the responses are. I would recommend against telling the group, telling the team, what effort you've already tried, what solutions you've tried to implement and failed. You don't want to set them on a course to follow your pattern. You want to hear open, fresh, complete new ideas. So just give them the situation, tell them what your ultimate goal is for whatever the project or problem or task is at hand, and then sit back and see. If you carefully watch their body posture, if they're in person or you're on a uh, virtual video call, you'll see some of them might be tapping their heads, potentially a pencil. Some might change facial expressions as you share the information. That's their brains, their minds going to work and generating uh, potential solutions. That's that disruptive communication we talked about, trying to find innovative ways to solve things. And by the way, if I didn't speak about this particular word earlier, that also means you have diversity. It starts with a two-person team or even back when we were talking about solo brainstorming and you reach out to different resources, could be the web with photos, could be the web with videos, that starts to increase your diversity, your diverse thinking. Then with the two-person team, you're on your way. Now with group thinking, you've got a completely different set of people involved. In fact, if a problem was related to engineering and as a group we couldn't solve it as some fellow engineers, Oftentimes, I will bring in outside resources from sales and marketing or customer service, maybe quality control. One other area that you can pull people into, depending on your company and what you uh, provide as a product or service, is someone from manufacturing. Or if it's in repair, bring a technician in from the shop. All these diverse people come with diverse and different mindsets. And that's what you want when you're looking for brainstorming and problem solving. So, As we start to wrap up the episode, we have solo or self-brainstorming. Boosting that with just one person to a two-man team or to a two-person team really gets your ideas flowing. Finally, group brainstorming. That's where it really explodes. I'll tell you what, I'll even throw in a bonus reference to one of our shows, and I'll put that in the notes too. Just to take a look at it, just tap on the show on your podcast player, scroll down, to take a look at the links and get access. The bonus link is another show that helps you understand what emotional intelligence is and how to become aware of your own emotional intelligence. I'm not going to tell you the episode. I'm going to make you work a little. Click on the show, scroll down, and then you've got access to those links. I promise it's going to benefit you if you don't know what emotional intelligence is or you'd like to learn more and understand how it affects you and those around you. I hope you've enjoyed today's show, and you'll consider sharing the Career Growth Made Easy podcast with others. As we start to approach episode 100, we've got some crazy awesome ideas and some crazy awesome special things coming. I know that you'll be excited when we release that information. 
please stick around with us, share our information, and get others the help they need with the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. We're closing episode 96, The Best Ways to Brainstorm. I have been your host, Craig Ansell. It's been a pleasure. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.